This is not a good day. On this day, our churches are empty and we, just like the earliest companions of Jesus, we are hidden away in upstairs rooms, in our kitchens, nursing a cup of tea, in our bedrooms, on our own. This is not a good day. And people around the world are frightened and they're looking for someone or something to blame. As American preacher Elizabeth Palmer writes as she reflects about the scapegoating that's going on about COVID-19 in her own country, people blame globalisation. They blame secretive governments, unequal access to health care, unregulated wet wild animal markets, the narcissism and denial of world leaders, people who don't cough into their elbows, climate change, delayed test kits, cruise ships, handshakes, overcrowded prisons, detention centres, open work spaces, communion by intinction. There must be someone to blame. And she goes on to say that as resources become scarce and panic increases, it can be easy for our panic to lead to aggression and to violence. And we could add to the shutting down, not just of our borders, but also of our hearts. So this is not a good day. This is a day where one man becomes the next scapegoat in a long line of scapegoats going back and forth in time. Gosh, we love a scapegoat, don't we? Where one man stands up to the powers that be, both cosmic and political and petty and powerful, and then is heaved onto wood into a darkening sky. He is heaved and his mother is cleaved into a thousand pieces of pain. This is a terrible day. It's a violent day. It's a tragic day. Jesus chose to seek and serve and save and we convicted and betrayed. It's a story as old as time. This is not a good day. But we call it good. And scholars and linguists and theologians have long debated why. In essence, it is thought that the name comes from the 13th century meaning of good which in Middle English meant a sense of holy or sacred or God. So today is God Friday. Other names for Good Friday include Sacred Friday and Passion Friday, all of which feel a little closer to the truth of the story of what happened on this day so long ago. And what did happen? Well, scholars believe that Jesus was in Jerusalem for about six months before being arrested. And in this time, he was building a movement to pull the mighty from their thrones, to release the captive and to bring good news to the poor. And that he was put into prison for perhaps as long as two months. And according to this scholarship, Jesus had plenty of time to leave Jerusalem and plenty of time to save his own skin. But he chose to stay the course. And so he was put to death, a political prisoner and a believer in a very different type of holiness. The Church's Good Friday obsession with a talk of sacrifice for sin has been bred into the bones of many. But for those of us who stand in a place of emerging, the idea that we should look upon the cross and see only the symbol of our personal salvation is a travesty that fails to grasp the magnitude of Jesus' life and witness. And the doctrine of atonement a building block for the faithful for so long, could also be seen not just as a scapegoat theology, which gets us off the hook of personal responsibility for the suffering in the world, but could also be seen as a blasphemy against God. 
a blasphemy against the God whom Jesus told us is love, love, love. Every year we mark his passing every year, and yet it is always brand new. But for those amongst you who have loved and lost, which I imagine is most of you, we know that the anniversary of the death always cleaves the heart, every breath, every death. Every death reminds us of the ones that have gone before it, and so we mourn anew. And those to whom we thought that we had said goodbye to all those years ago, the mother, the brother, the grandpa, the child, and yet here they are, standing clear before us, standing together and with the God who hangs upon the cross. And we are struck dumb again with the gash and the smash and the dull thudding pain of grief. So we don't get to have a good day today. We will have to wait till Sunday. The day of the rising, rising sun, rising hope, heart, spirit, Christ, but not today. Today we mourn. I was sharing with some of you the other night, sharing with you on Zoom about how it's actually okay to sit still and grieve a while. And how it's actually okay to be really sad and to be struck dumb with fear and to mourn. As writer Catherine Burns beautifully puts it, walk fearlessly into the house of mourning, for grief is just love, squaring up to its oldest enemy. And we only feel the pain of grief because we have felt the wonder of love. Good Friday is a day where we walk into the house and we stay a while. There's nowhere else to be, there's nothing else to do. It's okay to stop and grieve. And as much as we want to run out that door, to run out the door to meet our friend Yezu, the Christ, as much as we want to race away from the bloody tomb and onto the Emmaus Road, this is not our work today. For he is not here. And he is not risen. Not yet. Today is not a good day, but it is a God day, this day and all days. Amen. <laughs>